Thank you, Jesus. Is that resonating? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Is there, a, is there anyone who enjoys reminiscing? Does anyone enjoy a good, like, reminiscing session? Like two of you? Nah, surely there's more than that. Uh, you know when you're around friends or you're around family and you, you recount stories together, right? You know what I'm talking about? I thought I'd better explain just because there were so few people who actually reminisce. But it's, do you know what is a funny thing is that uh, some of my favourite times in my life have been reminiscing with people. But that's weird because some in my mind the reminiscing is sometimes better than the actual events that had happened. You know what I'm talking about? And I, I don't know if you were like this in high school. High school especially is where I, I think... You'd only done two years of high school, and then for the rest of high school, you're just reminiscing about what happened in those first two years. Does anyone like that? No, that was just me and my friends. It was like you would spend laugh, like lunchtimes laughing harder than you've ever laughed in your life at a story that had happened a couple of years ago. But that's what you did at lunchtime? No, that's weird. I think that's weird. Um, to mention this, I mentioned this because a couple of weeks ago, after a a, a Rev Youth Night, you know, leaders had kind of gone and dropped off kids and uh, Mark Granger, we FaceTime Mark Granger. Now, one that's lovely and it's good, good to talk with Mark. But we, we FaceTimed him and we started reminiscing about all the funny things Mark had done back in the day, Rev Youth, which usually involved Mark hurting himself. Now, those who kind of know Mark, it's it happened a lot. And we have all these stories about Mark really badly hurting himself. And it's almost awful that we would laugh because they were serious injuries. <laughs> um, but it was so funny to reminisce about Mark high up in, a, in the youth hall at, at Ingle Farm, those who have been there, and they just had the windows up the top and Mark was, was putting some... Uh, some power cords together and got electrocuted while he was half hanging out of a window up. Now, that's awful, right, that he would die. But when it happened, I immediately fell to the ground and almost wet myself. It was just so funny and it doesn't make sense. He was okay. He, it was just a sh little shock. Um, there was some dodgy wiring up there. Someone had made their own extension cord and he grabbed it and anyway... But, but there are all these things we reminisce and, uh, and actually in the reminiscing, we found ourselves the Friday night and, and I think Chloe was there and she didn't really know Mark all those days, but she just had to listen to our reminiscing stories. But I was laughing harder then than I did at the actual event. It's just kind of what happens. Uh, this kind of reminiscing is, is, I guess we could call it a remembering or a nostalgia, right? Where, where it's nostalgic. Uh, we recount stories and we wish almost that we could go back to those stories, right? You know those nostalgic stories? Or this morning, we're not doing a reminiscing of Jesus' death this morning. That's not what we're doing. We're doing a different type of remembering. Where you remember the past so that today is different. 
It's not a remembering the past, wishing to relive it again right now, but it's a remembering the past so that the today might be completely different. Remembering that counts for something today. Now, I've shared this story before, but, but a few years ago, we were fortunate enough to get a trip to, to Germany. And uh, Susie and I got a romantic weekend in Germany while mum and dad lived in London at the time. And we visited the Dachau concentration camp. And I, I believe that I have shared this before. But the German people had decided to keep a memorial on a horrific site. They, they, they talked about the process, that, that they were wondering if they should remember it, whether they should just wipe out the site so that it was gone from their memories forever. But instead they decided that, no, we need to keep this site. We need to keep it in our memories so that it would change how we live today. Not just for a nostalgic moment, not even just to remember the tragic, but so that there every day they would remember we cannot make those mistakes again. I want to suggest that today on Good Friday is a day kind of like that, where we remember something so that it makes a difference today, so that we change how we live today in these moments. And as we remember Jesus' brutal death on a cross, we don't do it just as a historical moment but but to remind us of what it means for us today you see in the account that we've just read through uh there were two men do you remember before Pilate there were two men one was an innocent man faultless a man who had spent the last three years teaching about God's kingdom. He, he, he went around healing people. He went around setting them free. And then we see another man, a notorious prisoner, a murderer, a man who had caused a violent rebellion, an up, uh, a revolution. And we see in the story that in the end, the innocent one pays the price of the guilty man. While the guilty man walks away into freedom. Now, although this story is 2,000 years old, I want to suggest again that the story, the same goes today. Jesus, the faultless one, without sin, willingly because of his love for us, takes on the price and the punishment and the curse of a guilty people. And we broken people who have sinned, who have caused harm to others and our world, uh, we who have rebelled against God because sometimes we think we know better than God, well, actually, we get to walk in freedom today. And when we know that, doesn't that change how we want to walk in that freedom? When we know that Jesus paid the ultimate price for us. Now, there's no, there's no shame today. There's no guilt for us today. I, I've been to plenty of Easter camps in my life and... 
there are some of those camps where you feel a, a bit guilty, like I put Jesus to death today, like, and you, you feel heavy. And I want you to not wear that heaviness. But instead, I want you to know that the act of Jesus on the cross was an act of love. It was a sacrifice and it requires no, no payback or debt from us. It was a freely given gift. We've just sung about the freely given gift, the grace. John 15, 13 says, There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You see, Jesus took on our sin, our mistakes, our brokenness, our fleshy desires, our, our sickness, our religiousness, our, and, he, and he put them to death on the cross. Does anyone think that's kind of good news for us today? Those things that the once could control us, the things that felt like we couldn't get rid of, I want to tell you today that Jesus has put them on the cross, that he can put them to death in these very moments. So today, more than anything, we remember. And we remind each other, because we could remember at home, right, by ourselves, but, but this morning we come together to remember together, to remind each other of the incredible act of love and grace. We're going to share together this morning in communion, in the Lord's Supper, in remembering again Jesus' sacrifice, his body broken for us, the blood poured out for us. In his last meal with his disciples before his crucifixion, Jesus shares, um, we're looking at Matthew 26, as they were eating, Jesus took some bread and he blessed it. Then he broke it into pieces and gave it to the disciples saying, take this and eat it for this is my body. And he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. He gave it to them and said, each of you drink from it. For this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. Do this in remembrance of me. So we're going to do that as a community together. We have a, a song that's going to play and, and encourage you to, to have a look at some of the words. They'll be up on the screen. But over the next five, ten minutes, uh, I invite you to come forward and receive the cup and the bread. And in these moments, I invite you to spend some time sitting, remembering the sacrifice of Jesus and what it means for us today, that we get to walk free. We get to walk in freedom. That on the cross, our sin was put to death. On the cross, our, our sickness was put to death. On the cross, and we'll explore this even more on Sunday, but death was actually put to death on the cross.
oh, I can't wait for Sunday, but let's sit in this moment and remember together. Can we pray? And then Nate's going to put this on. Then I invite you to come and, and partake in communion together this morning. God, this morning we, we are just in awe and we, we just thank you, God. Jesus, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your sacrifice. We thank you that, that we didn't earn it, but that it was a gift freely given. In these moments, we are aware of the brutality of your death. And God, we, uh, we're just in awe that, again, that, that you only acted again and again in love. We thank you for for that amazing example. But right now as we share and we remember in your body broken and your blood poured out for us, God, we also lay our sin at the cross, knowing that it is a work that is finished. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you for your sacrifice. Amen. Amen.